Hello, nerds, and welcome. We are Crossing the Nerdverse. My name is Travis. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic co-hosts, Eric, Ryan, and Clark. This week's topic, we're going to be talking about some miniature painting. Uh, Everybody here pretty much dabbles in Warhammer 40k. We have experience in various other tabletop games. Uh, Clark's painting experience uh, basically revolves around me clearing my docket so I could paint her models for her. So... But with that, thanks, <laughs> Clark. How was your week? Now that I've called you out, uh, <laughs> now that you all know I'm a shit at painting, uh, my week's been pretty good. Uh, light on work, just kind of burning through what I call like trash anime. So you know, like my unique skill makes me OP even at level one. Like I'm here for it. I'll watch ten thousand of those. Uh, I am halfway through iron flame no spoilers i promise and then i've also been playing uh lethal company with some of my friends it's like a 10 buck steam game and you're a little you're basically like a slave runner and you have to go to these lands to like pick up scrap and then sell it back and if you don't pick up enough scrap they just kill you uh and then the game ends it's a lot of fun it's 10 bucks and it's all of the chat is like proximity based and it's kind of a spooky game. So like you could be walking with someone, they can get eaten and then you just can't hear them and they can't talk to you anymore. And it's just like your flashlight will die. And I'm just like, is really what I did for like 45 minutes. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I'm just picturing Tina from Bob's Burgers when she gets nervous and goes, (laughs) basically that's me just like, Because I'm, like, making noise, hoping I hit somebody else's proximity chat. So it's, (laughs) like, me just, like, singing to myself in, like, just upstairs. And Chris is like, the fuck are you doing? I was like, eventually, I have to find either Amy or Carla, right? No, they're all dead. We did the uh, proximity chat on ARC once, and it was always fantastic to hear somebody being attacked by a dinosaur. Because you'd just be like, you'd be bebopping along, having a good time. It's like, hey, it's nothing but like Triceratops and Lystrosauruses out here. And then somebody would scream like, effing T-Rex. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is not good. I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to go back exactly the way I came. <laughs> Speaking of ARC, I just picked up a 150 Thylo. So I'm very excited about that. Ooh, and I have my nice. Bear Force 1 is just a bunch of like level Whoa. 244 bears that just like patrol the perimeter and yeah. they like nerd everything that's dead. So I'm enjoying Ark. Uh, we play a little like once a week or so. Bears are by far my favorite combat have- mount. I love and running around. Thylo, man. Thylos I are love dope, a Thylo. But like, Thylos are solid. Bears are so tanky. I've never screamed so much in that game except for trying to fly through the redwoods like on. <laughs> I, was like, I always, I was like, I'm, I'm like, going eh. to, yeah. I was like, I'm going to the redwoods. I was like, I'm flying over the top of it. There's no <laughs> yeah. way, like, I will, yeah, I will rest intentionally on either side of the redwoods and fly over the narrowest point as high as I can get over those trees. Yeah, I'm hunting for a dire wolf, but we'll see. Dire wolves are, dude. The easiest thing is just scoop one on your argy, like find pack. Leader, oh, that's all. Yeah, scoop, that's, fly I basically... straight up until the connection's done, and then you just drop them into a taming pit super easy i'm so bad with that little microscope or the spyglass like it's just me looking at dirt constantly so all i do is my aggie is i just fly by pick them up and like turn around i'm like what are you oh 25 trash and i just drop it change your camera (laughs) angle that's fair like that's a reasonable thing to do ryan how was your week probably less dinosaur taming on your end 
a little less dinosaur taming on my end, um, just by a marginable amount. Shocked. Um, now this week's actually been fairly tame for me. Not a lot going on. Uh, working on the new story that I talked about last week. Um, it's going kind of slow. I'm having to to work out some kinks. Hard, um, so hard to relate to young adults as an old adult. Yeah, it's weird how that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to like check my verbiage a lot and like my cadence of of dialogue. Are you uh, using very, like no uh, cap on God? For real, for real. Not as much. For real, for real, gang, gang. Um, no, as is far too as gaming old. goes, actually, I've I've spent most of my gaming in uh, in Destiny Two. I'm loving the season of the Witch. Very, very excited for the next season to come out. Uh, I think um, something just released, and I don't know what it is. Like, don't uh, you work like for a, them? Jesus, I do. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called because I just, I just watched something about something that's coming up, and like their code names, I don't remember. Uh, it's like Blood Forge or Blood. It's something for like a week. It's an event that's currently on uh, that all of our Destiny team is playing. It's like live in game. Talking about Iron Banner. Iron Banner. There you go. Thank you. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I love Iron Banner. That's the only time I can yeah, convince Ryan to play Crucible. Iron Banner. Yeah, he that's hates, what I said. He that's hates true. Crucible. He's like, all right, I'll play some Iron Banner. I was like, but you hate like, this setting. He's like, yeah, but the treasure's dope. So like. <laughs> yeah, Banner's Banner's okay. Um, I, I would rather patrol EDZ eternally than play Crucible. I cannot stand Crucible. By the way, the Strand class um, for Titan, super fun. I love yo-yoing people into a punch. Hell yeah. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, that's actually been been my week. It's been pretty pretty calm, pretty tame week. So, Eric, what about you? You're wearing your well, I've been thinking... Montreal I... Lightning. No, Montreal. I have no idea what MTL stands for. Montreal. Yeah. Just, oh, just, oh, Montreal, just Montreal. Just Montreal in general. Yeah, but it is for the Habs though, the best hockey team going. No, not at sure. all. But we're we're getting there. It's One a rebuilding year. You sound like yeah, you sound like a Cowboys fan. It's a rebuilding year. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but at least we don't like beat some shit team and like think we're good. Years. Like when they beat the Giant, was it the Giants here like a couple weeks ago and they're like, "Oh, they're Cowboys, so great now." And Cowboys like, have Jesus. a pretty solid record. Cowboys will yeah, have a solid record know, until man. they get to playoffs and then just shit the bed. And like I they could just clean sweep preseason and just not have a great playoffs. Yeah. I will never believe that the Cowboys will do well in playoffs. I'm sorry, friends. Until they start doing well in the playoffs. Great. Happen. Yeah. From my lips to God's ears, like, goddamn. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so this week I have reviewed, finished, finally finished reviewing Orcs or Dorks. Threw it out. I got to put it on the website. I've been slacking on that one. Um, I took my first jujitsu class. Interesting. Um, he reads one book of Jujutsu Kaisen and just yeah, I gotta learn. Yeah. Um, gotta learn. I prime folding clothes. Haven't, well, haven't gotten any superpowers them. yet, but no, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I my army left, right, and center. Um, let's see what else have I done? Oh, I've thought up great ideas like Pikachu versus Gundams. Oh, God damn! Um, <laughs> I knew that. How did I know then, that was gonna get freaking brought up from, uh, from I'm our free session? I'm done with this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I think that's about all I've done. But I do think <laughs> Pikachu, Ash, Ash's Pikachu versus versus a Gundam. A mobile suit Gundam. No. I want to see. Next it. question. He shorts it out for the win. Yeah, just How blows much? a fuse and gets the total victory. 
I feel like there might be some type what... of insulation in there, like of some kind. I don't know what don't type of power you're thinking Pikachu's putting out, but so if you ch- oh, like, if, you, argue, if you daisy chain a bunch of this anymore. If you daisy chain a bunch of Pikachu's like together, if all the Pikachu's, Pikachu's held hands. <laughs> And rubbed their I don't feet think Pikachu on the carpet in wool socks. It's going to work <laughs> while holding on to the electric grid. <laughs> I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> Anything while is si- possible. While simultaneously standing on a step up transformer during a lightning I'm just storm. Saying. You never know. While they drop a nuclear weapon on and it. And the pilot of the Gundam was already dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that I think oh. that about covers everything. Oh, um, we're looking at doing more collabs with people. Reach out. Um, we've got one right now we're working on with uh, Too Legit to Crit, and then we also were talking previously um, with another show. Wait on saying the name until we figure out if we're still going to do something with them. Um, so if anybody anybody out there listening, um, looking to do collabs and stuff like that, just reach out and let us know. Or if you want to just get on and argue with Eric about why Pikachu would not beat up a Gundam, like yeah, I don't think like Bulbasaur we, we could do in. it, but like I think Pikachu would. Have I would a give chance. Bulbasaur a better shot than I, Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could get like a vine in between the cracks and then like blow it out further. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd be gonna give Bulbasaur a bigger edge than Pikachu. But, like, I don't... but Levi couldn't get one of those shit rockets no. in a crack and do it. No, get out of here with that. But you get a no. seed. Get out of here! How do I? Can I disconnect him? <laughs> that... Guys, I don't. How do you ban I, somebody I how from nerddom? Like, how do you just kick somebody out entirely? Go watch sports, dork. Like, <laughs> Tom Brady could take a Gundam. Uh, uh... <laughs> All right, so I bet we can I'm find a. Take I bet we can opportunity. find. I'm about to Google artwork of Tom Brady fighting Gundam. I guarantee you, it's out there. Dude, it's got to be on the side of some like '70s van. Please right? use like, private browser. Like the wizards browser. riding unicorns. Like I'm gonna <laughs> do it on the work. Browser I'm gonna do it on the that. work computer. Are you kidding me? Let's, let's get fired. Tom Brady. Travis, how was your <laughs> pwning week? a Gundam? I, apparently, People less pwn anymore. Less weird than Eric's week. No, nobody says pwn anymore. By the way, I'm not okay. gonna let that slide. We'll circle back to that. Um, <laughs> no, man, I just just been working and adjusting to having a new baby in the house which has been some like learning experience uh, i have found that What'd he has a fantastic set of, of pipes uh, i said new experience not new baby like uh, oh, okay. not not gonna have a new baby not yet it's way too close together that would be astronomically bad that would that would ruin fun fun would pack all of its things and then just leave my house just like leave. All my all my magic cards would suddenly just be faceless. It's just flashcards teaching baby to read. Like it just slowly transitions. Baby to can sadness. learn how to read magic. Baby's gonna learn to play magic. I gotta find somebody to take the heat off. The past couple of times I've played against my wife, she's very nearly like walk stomped me. It's been pretty bad. Has she pwned you? <laughs> uh, no, uh, it hasn't okay. been quite that bad. Uh, oh, which by the way, speaking of magic cards, I have to give a shout out to someone. Uh, so Floyd Combs out there rocking our gear on his Instagram. So Emerald City Retro, if you guys are looking for any magic card stuff, make sure you check him out. He's a dope dude. I served with him in the army. He's a great guy um, and runs a, like a pretty neat store. So check out Emerald City Retro, all your retro gaming he's, stuff. 
and he's pinned on our Instagram. Yeah, he's on our. So Instagram. it's easy to find. Yeah, he's. Yeah, good. Stuff. Yeah, he's definitely got some interesting collectibles. I think he just picked up a uh, GameCube Super Smash Brothers Melee that has been unopened, which Ooh. is a crazy rare find. Yeah. I was trying to convince him to crack it oh, so we could fantastic. play. I was like, just just open it up, and like me and you can get down on some melee the next time I'm in <laughs> in Washington. And he was like, I wouldn't open this if you had a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely good stuff. Yeah, but with that, let's jump um, straight and... into it. So Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, same thing I do at the beginning of every one of these episodes, guys. I want to encourage everybody that's listening, everybody that comes in, everybody that views this afterwards, um, to do all the fun algorithm things. You know, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a share. And most importantly, if you like what we're doing here, tell your friends about us so they can tune in, they can check out some of the videos and some of the past episodes. Because ultimately, the reason we do this is because of you guys. Your viewership, your listening in is why we do this. listen to eric make and wild so, comparisons that don't equate yeah that and could be so a whole episode the... i'm telling you it's just it, him just throwing gonna... out ideas and all of us going are you on meth and then we continue <laughs> uh, but yeah all that algorithm stuff guys helps us reach more people and so yeah give us a like give us a comment give us a share and please please listen to this part alone Get on our social media. And tell Eric and tell to stop Eric comparing. How wrong he is. <laughs> I know that you're just feeding a troll, but we like our troll. Yeah, he's okay. So give him a little ammunition. Tell him how wrong he is. And help save the rest of our Yeah, scene. next week's episode, we're going to talk about how Rosario from uh, Quran High School Club could take on Goku. I don't know in that a, one. In so. a straight up fight. It's a slice of life anime where no one has superpowers versus Goku. And I'm pretty sure she could take him. Asta could take Goku. No. That's all that matters. Asta could not it take Goku. <laughs> it depends. Does Goku's power count as magic? Yes. No. It would. It it's would key. count as magic. It's his yeah. natural energy. It's the energy of But that's like life. hockey isn't magic. Yeah, hockey isn't magic what? either. It would count as magic. It would, hey, that might be a future episode, why? guys. Let's go ahead and put that in an envelope. <laughs> yeah, okay. Save that one. And let's talk about <laughs> painting just, miniatures tonight. Hold on, I gotta tell you. We're just gonna do an entire episode of Goku versus, and it's gonna be people that Goku could very Goku easily versus... beat. It's like Goku versus my Goku mom. Goku versus Ash Ketchum. Pikachu. Go- <laughs> Goku versus our local mayor. Like... <laughs> Yo, people get his Goku got for it. president. <laughs> yeah. Goku for president. He would be a. He would be anyway. He'd be a fantastic. He'd just be making policy decisions. Everybody aim all your weapons at me at once, and I'm gonna see if I can make it. He would incorporate tournaments into elections. That's what would be great. You want to be Every, yeah, everything the congressman of Nebraska? Yeah. You gotta fight. You better power up. Yeah, you better get that power level above nine thousand. Yeah. So let's talk miniature painting. Um, just to give it a breakdown. Yes, please. Uh, all of us are involved in Warhammer 40k in some way, shape, or form. I know Clark is very impatiently waiting on me to finish painting her stuff. We can talk about how bad I... I am I am the beginner painter here. 
uh, yeah, my painting experience was me getting a little army immediately running off to Walmart to buy cheap acrylic paint and then going like, why doesn't this look good? Uh, as I slather it on in very, very aggressive layers. It like nail polish. Looks like you bought nail polish. Or I at least Googled and I made sure I got my colors correct to Canon. Uh, but yeah, I like painted over all the detail. I tried one trick that yeah. another friend of our Noah gave me. And then I was like, wait, I don't actually understand this trick because I've just painted over what you told me to do. And uh Okay. Hey, actually, that might be that might be a good starting point. Um, Everybody starts like somewhere. Saying, I started. We all we all started somewhere. Everybody and starts. I will the say that there are some there are some easy kind of novice mistakes that all of us made early on. That if you're looking at getting into miniatures painting and miniatures wargaming, um, that we can try to help you avoid. Um, so maybe we yeah. start with some novice mistakes. So for those of those of you that can see my camera, I actually have my display case right. Let me get my finger in the right spot. Yeah, right there you can see. Boop. Right there. Uh, and that is all of my more experienced painting. Uh, you can't see it because it's off camera, but I actually have a little set of uh, drawers here, like a little storage yeah. thing to the left of my desk. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't it your you... little toppy thing behind you? Your little roll toppy thing? Yeah, that's over on that. That's my painting station behind me. Oh, it's okay. the wooden desk. Um, that is where where decent models are created now. All of my bad stuff where is the magic inside. Happens. There's no magic in this house. I'm not going to risk Asta coming up to battle me. because You'll he hear shouts. him coming. It'll be Yeah, funny. he shouts, it's going to wake the baby. It's not something I'm looking forward to. Um, next week's episode, Asta versus Gundam. Um <laughs> God, never mind. Asta versus Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be making these jokes all episode. I'm very sorry, Ryan. I can hear you grinding your teeth. I'm, I'm going to try real yeah, hard. Yeah, all, all my beginner okay. models I have, like, shoved into a box, and the box is in a drawer, and the drawer has, like, chains on it, and I'm contemplating dropping it in the ocean. Uh, I'm not proud of any of my very early models where I did the exact same thing that Clark was talking about, where you just kind of like smear on paint and you're just like, I don't know why this isn't working. This, is, this looks atrocious. I don't more paint. It just needs more paint. <laughs> I watched a 10 minute YouTube. I can't believe I'm <laughs> yeah, not good like, at this. I can't believe I'm not going to be posted in White Dwarf. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know, Deep. White Dwarf is the magazine published by Games Workshop that features professional level painters. I even considered hydro dipping my minis, but I wasn't sure how that was going to work. I don't even know what that is. I've never done that. You basically like lay paint or a kind of filament on water and then like dip it. It's a lot of how they do like gun parts, car parts. Uh, Some people have been doing it with like clothing, but I was like, how would you do? I was like, if I could just get like a printout of all the detail I wanted, float it, and then line it up real specific and be like, boop, maybe I could get it all on there. No? All right. Be rough. There's that a idea. lot of like crevices well, and actually, turns. Getting it all the way around their arm would be exceedingly difficult. It's really hard to now do there round is... objects. True, Unless it's like there a is cup. decal work that, that Warhammer transfers. You can get decal pages and transfers. Um, that we can cover later in the episode that I think might be a piece. I am very bad that's... at transfers. I'm getting better. I still don't like them. I, I'll just freehand a lot of the stuff. But 
on some of these like icons and stuff, the transfers are. Are those the, like temporary tattoos for my little Warhammer guys? Kinda. Oh, okay. Kind of similar yeah. similar concept. You um, get it wet, it transfers onto the model. You peel it off, and then brush a basically a clear solution over the top of it. Um, but yeah, as far as the the basics that you need to know, I think Travis really hit the key. Is you have to have the right paints yeah. to match what you're painting. Now I'm gonna try to not just live in 40k tonight. You know I want to reach out to our listeners that like. Make model cars or model airplanes yeah, or, I, you know, do model trains and stuff like that. That's all still miniatures painting. Um, but it's a different process compared to, like, Warhammer 40k and miniature war game painting. I've so. actually painted the, like, night. You remember the, this is going to really date some people, but the little football game where it was just the little vibrating guys on top of the metal tray. Uh, and yeah. you would line them up to get them to do that. I mean, it was from, like, the 70s. Um, I repainted that. Uh, help somebody restore theirs actually that had one oh, nice. um, the paint and stuff had started to fade and chip away because it was so old and he had had it since his childhood it was a person from the army and I actually repainted it in uh, I think we did the Los Angeles Rams versus Seattle Seahawks um, he was very impressed with the work I did on the Rams which was really easy because you just kind of turn the guy to get the swirly Rams horn <laughs> <laughs> super yeah. easy i don't know if any of you have ever tried to paint a seahawk on the side of a very tiny helmet freehand style it's like an yeah. upside down nike the, swoosh a little bit the colors were correct <laughs> and the blob that turned out to be the bird's head was recognizable as a bird if you thought about it real there hard if you described a bird to someone who had never seen a bird before, you probably would have got what I painted. So, but nice. Yeah, it's quality work. It really was. I was super proud to hand those over to somebody. Be like, here's your thing. They're like, do I owe you money? I was like, I'm not um, going to charge you for what I did to those guys. <laughs> so then. So Travis, I think I want to start actually with shooting with, up before you start painting. I thought yeah. it was glue. It's my daughter's. It's my daughter's antibiotics. Oh. Uh, I thought maybe you were gonna give yourself an insulin shot. I was like, I didn't even know you were diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is my daughter's antibiotics. So, but no, I think uh, cleaning up your model and deciding if you can preassemble or not is an important place to start for tonight. Yes. Because that is one very easy to make beginner mistake is you get excited, you get your first box of miniatures. Um, and they all, they're all on your sprue and you know exactly what you want to do, what colors you're going to make. Everything's super excited. You've gone to Walmart and bought your folk art paints and, and you're ready to rock. Wait, should I buy my paints at Walmart? No, you should not. Okay. You, you should just not told me that. to buy a folk art of paint at Walmart. Michael's, but Hobby you... Lobby, um, any Citadel. other craft store. Yeah. Citadel paint works great. Any like hobby and modeling store. Wal Walmart's acrylic paint is not as good as Hobby Lobby's acrylic paint. It's very thick. You're gonna I have to water it way... down, and the ratio to get it watered yeah. down, oh. it's actually more. It's actually just way easier to get actual model paint. That way, the amount of water you're adding to make those adjustments is minuscule by comparison. Not gonna lie to you, I didn't well, realize I had to water it down. Yes. Neither did I. Why okay, do I have to water gonna... it down? So because of details paint. on your model. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's start like this. I want to describe it like this. When you're buying miniatures paint, 
um, when let's say you got your first miniatures and you're really excited, you can easily get around buying paint from Walmart and some of those big stores like Folk Art Paints. Folk Art Paints are great for what they're designed for, and that's doing things on canvas. But it's a purity issue. Folk Art Paints and large mass-produced paint like that, you end up getting impurities in the paint. Your pigment is not well mixed. You get clumps. And the entire paint base is... It'll dry uneven. Yeah, it'll dry unevenly. And the entire base is way thicker because it's meant for canvas than you should be putting on your model. Your model, depending on what scale you're working with, in general, most people work on 25 or 28 millimeter scale models. Oh, yeah, you want to try to preserve as much detail as possible because that's where your your skill and your your kind of flex is going to show through and where you will feel the most proud for the, the product that you've created. Um, because of that, you want your paint to dry evenly without showing any kind of brush strokes, without occluding any type of detail on the model. Now, I popped off at the beginning of this saying you've bought your folk art paint from Walmart in order to illustrate that that is a super easy beginner's mistake yeah. to make. Ah. Okay. Um, I, I was it, kind of building up to that. Sorry. And well, okay. and I mean, it's it's a paint designed to be used in like much broader strokes, right? Like these are very like fine detailed models. Obviously, you're gonna need something that's a little thinner to make it work. You getting too thick with paint is how you end up just like slathering more on, which gets to I'm gonna jump onto like the second mistake everybody makes: painting over the top of paint is not the solution. Yeah. Uh, just go ahead and scrub it clean. Uh, I recommend purple stuff. I don't know stuff. what you're talking about. My 15 sure. layers of <laughs> yeah, paint. You, I, guys, I can't... I, can't, I mean, not I to harp on Clark them. too they're hard. Bad. But yeah, they're very bad. They're in a bag right over there. Um, not <laughs> to harp on Clark be. too hard, but yeah, they... She slathered on so much paint that you can't see the eye lens. It's literally just a flat, like, face at the front of this model because she was just like, some of his, like, why don't we need more pads now? It's just, yeah, it's not even so, it's just one thick arm. It looks like the dude from, uh, was it Lady in the Water or whatever that just does the curls with one arm from the M. Night Shamalamalanganamnam, uh, movie? I did good once I had that paint that you just, like, dripped on and then it just kind of, like, disseminates all over your little person i don't know what paint that is so you're talking about it's similar to a contrast it's yeah. very similar still to a not contrast paint. do that oh. so anyway let's let's start off there are two major i'm going to say actually three major mistakes that people make before they even open their paint jar i've made now, all the first of them. one is wrong paint did do you assemble your model before or after you paint after now you always i paint and then assemble there are certain exceptions you don't have to do that for every model um you know a lot of your rank and file dudes that you can get to all the details and stuff just fine you can get away with you know assembling and then painting as you is go that just assembly. because you like can't get to certain areas once they're assembled or yeah so the okay. big thing Most common especially with your infantry guys their gun is always in front of them right in 40k and both yeah. hands are on it so this entire okay, chest so area it's just like hard to like get it's hard to get. I to. mean, I did it, so I got yeah, one. Yeah, if you just I got one but, and two, I'm so excited for what three is because I am ninety percent sure I did it. Um, but yeah, so, so we actually covered. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I run paint and then assemble just because it lets me get every single detail I want to get. Obviously, there's certain places where I won't paint, like anywhere where there's 
joining, like where the model is going to glue mm -hmm. to itself to provide support and stuff like that. I usually don't, I'll prime that because I just slather on primer anyway because it goes everywhere uh, regardless. But then I just glue straight on. I don't bother painting on that because nobody's going to see that. Well, your, your modeling glue is actually going to partially dissolve a lot of your resins and plastics yeah. in order to create the joint. And so you don't want to have any kind of paint or primer on that joint. I have a question. What glue uh -huh. are you supposed to use to put them together? Loctite. Okay, now this one this one is a personal kind of trial and error. Lots of people will swear by dozens of different products. I personally use Loctite super glue okay. on my plastic gel. models. Super glue gel. Yeah, super glue gel. Why on... is that better? Because you Pitch get more me. because you, you don't get any run. Yep. Okay. You have more control over where the glue is and how much glue you put on yep. it. And so if you're using too watery of a super glue and you make any kind of mistake and put too much on there, you then it's going to run, it's going to occlude. You wear the model. And you can't clean it up. And because then it just yeah. it sticks to whatever. With gel, you have a lot more control over putting the right amount of glue on the join. And it's it's just a lot easier and it saves you a lot. There is a downside with gel. It does create a, a gap. So you really have to press it together, which That's is where true. you have to have that control. That control you learn from experience because I have a whole bunch of models. Luckily, most of the time when I do it, it's on a shoulder joint, which is then going to be covered by the pauldron. I don't have to worry about glue bubbles uh, coming out okay, from those. Okay, glue bubbles. Because um, if you put too much gel on, say, something like where you're trying to attach a hand to an arm, it's a very small contact yeah. point. If you put too much glue on there, it's going to bubble out um, yep. okay. between the joint, and you're going to have like this really awkward-looking like like of glue sticking up um now i will say off. this when dealing with your glue if you are dealing with a very thin model glue or super glue or you're dealing with a gel and you don't have that kind of control yet and you want to skip that phase that's fine i've actually learned that you can get gorilla brand super glue that comes with a brush applicator yes now the brush applicator you have a lot more control over how much glue you're putting on there you can really minimize that join gap um, and it just takes a little bit of. Practice. Don't use your paintbrush as not a great. glue brush. Don't do that. Um, brushes are not great if the brush oversizes your contact point by a significant margin. And so, if you're putting together a very small contact point, you know, two millimeters, one millimeter of contact point. You're using a two-inch use brush. brush. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be a problem. Just slather um, glue like on that whole bitch and just all throw over it my models. So that leads me on to the next phase. Them with and Mod that's Podge, going to really. be beginners very rarely oh, uh, know they need to clean their models before they do. Ryan, before you get on did that, not one know more, that either. All right, one more glue tip: do not great. use epoxy resin. Don't use epoxy resin. You Why? There are some the whole thing. serious oh. experts that can do it, but they know exactly what they're doing. It is the hardest join to make in the miniatures modeling world. You'll fuck up your whole model yeah. and you have to then let it cure for 24 hours. And it can trap that air into it. But yeah. why would I even do that? That sounds like way because more effort. Epoxy will hold anything together. Epoxy yeah, is strong. Epoxy is strong enough bond. that it can keep a couple together. Like that can epoxy beat Goku? <laughs> yes. Hands down. Goku Can would just fight Clark. Um... Goku would just stick to its himself with epoxy resin, and then he would then be hitting himself. Goku's the strongest. He, obviously, he wins. Could he do this? Like, would he be able to assemble 
paint his own miniature army is the real question. No. No, he doesn't have the patience or discipline. <laughs> yeah, he I don't have the patience have or discipline. That's why my army's at <laughs> yeah. Travis's house. Go- Goku's superpower is just weaponized ADHD. So uh, what you're telling well, me is, is he can't do it at all. So now I'm going to have to find another one. Can, can and go can't into. either. And who could do it yeah. better. Um, but, uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cleaning a model. Now, last episode, we covered this very briefly. Yeah. We were talking about resin models then very specifically. I want everybody to know this works on every model you have. Yeah. Even ones that were vacuum created for things like model cars vacuum and model form. trains. Sometimes you'll get vacuum formed yeah. pieces. Even then, you have to deal with what's called release solution. Sometimes it's a little bit of a powder or a gel or just a film of stuff that will end up on your models. You have to clean that before you start painting. Otherwise, it releases the paint. Um, and that's on nearly every type of model that you get. There's always some kind of release solution. Greatest, Additionally, greatest cleaning device yes. is the toothbrushes. You just give them the little scrubbies. I was going to say, next toothbrushes. question, Professor, is what do I clean it with? Like Dawn dish soap? Yes. Yes. Okay. Dang, I got a right answer. You crushed that one. Yeah. I prefer um, so... palm olive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking lemony scent. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Dawn man. So, uh, no, I've I've tried a lot of stuff. Like Kroger signature select plastic. is actually what I use. Yeah. Kirkland, if it's baby. a plastic model, <laughs> and you'll notice a lot of models, especially out of the Citadel ranges and similar ranges like Malifaux and some of them, they've moved to plastic over resin. Yeah, and so and it's a lot to, easier to work with. You don't have you to can, clean plastic. Paint will stick. Yeah, the paint will still stick to it. I still clean my plastic because it still has something on it, um, and it's just better to make sure that it's clean. It, it takes you ten seconds. Um, a little bit of Dawn dish soap. You can also use just a little bit of toothpaste. Um, get it nice and cleaned up. It doesn't occlude the plastic at all. Yeah. Make sure you rinse thoroughly and and allow it to fully dry before you start working on it. I, yeah, so for any of um, you that are still doing resin models, uh, I know those are rapidly becoming things of the past. However, um, they need at least 24 hours to dry. They're very porous. So once you get your separation solution off true. with your toothbrush and your warm soapy water, uh, give them a good rinse. Let them dry for like 24 hours. Give like Turn them as they dry and that'll help get most of the moisture off because it will have a tendency to soak in a little bit because it is semi-porous. Give it plenty of time to dry. Um, I usually wait 24 to 48 hours after I wash a model just to make sure it's completely dry before I start the priming process. If you notice during the priming process that it's eating your paint and by eating your paint, I mean you swipe across it and all of a sudden you have little holes inside your paint line, uh, that means you've hit a really porous area. You're going to have to go over that several times until that hole fills up. Additionally, you might see you go to paint a model and your paint draws together, almost like beating water on a windshield. That means you didn't get all the release solution, solution off. off. Yep. What's up, Clark? Yep. Do I have to wash a 3D printed model? No. Okay. I am unfamiliar with 3D printing enough to mm. answer that. I assume not. No, you will have to sand no them. Release from the mold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you do. That's if my you're, next and thing. All subjects, if you're going to be sand, like, be if printing. you're going to be sanding heavily from 3D printed models, make sure you're wearing some type of face covering, um, like an N95 mask, maybe like a dust mask that you can get at the construction, you know, from a hardware store. Breathing in that mm-hmm. material is very bad for you. Um, okay. I mean, you're literally fact. just letting plastic dust up into the air. 
Um, so if you're going to be sanding heavily, now if you're doing just like a little bit of like touch sanding, probably not necessary. But if you're doing something, say, to the extent of a cosplay, definitely Oh, no, wear... I'm thinking, yeah, like if I'm belt sanding something, but like I'm thinking of Or hand sanding, but next. heavily. Um, yeah. If you're going to be doing it for so, a long time, definitely, definitely wear some type of I don't face have covering. the forearm strength for that, but yeah, I'll, I'll try. Dremeling, I'll usually wear that. Yeah, yeah. So on the subject of Eric didn't, that and that's why he acts part of the way he acts. Model. Well, see what, ha- what I actually over did. His headphones. I actually spray painted with no mask indoors. Not a good idea. Oh, that explains actually the conversation we had before this. Yeah. Yep, that explains a lot. What he's not telling well, so anyway, you is he's done that every process. day for like six years. Uh, I did it once. I didn't want to go outside. It was cold out. <laughs> I needed to prime some shit, so I just sprayed uh, it down. You're from Canada, isn't it pronounced oot? I mean, I lived in America for a long time, so I probably took <laughs> the oot out of it. What color do I prime my little people? Depends on what okay, color they're going to be. That's a very important thing. <laughs> Oops. Um, let me cover one thing before okay. we move on to primer. Part of the cleaning process that every beginner fails to realize or misses is mold lines. Yeah. Now... On your model, plastic resin doesn't matter. You are going to get lines where the medium is drifted. It's it's the join of the mold, um, and you get these raised lines on your pieces. Sometimes it's where it connected to the sprue. Sometimes it's just the way the mold was. You need to take either an X-Acto knife or a microfile and sand or carve that down smooth. Otherwise, you end up with a model that, after you paint it, has this bizarre line that just runs all the way. Yeah, the, I bisected the model. yeah they're bisected. Um um, I use I don't use an exacto knife unless it's a very large modeling line. Yeah. Uh, just because every once in a while I'll just get impatient and then suddenly I have battle damage unintentionally, um, which is how I always paint that up. I was like, this is a bullet wound. <laughs> like, yep. Um, so yeah, during your model process, please everybody that's looking to get into the hobby realize you need to wash your models. Remove your mold lines and take great care with your plastic while you're removing them from the sprue. A lot of people, oh man, I can't believe I actually have to. So, another thing when you're removing your model from your sprue, buy nippers. You've decided buy little nippers. Yeah. What? Don't twist your pieces off the. Plastic. I yank them with my teeth. All right. Teeth. Well, like, you should I have bite. told me that before I started. On. I just bite. I just get eat yourself. The sprue. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just just little pair of clippers. I just take the sprue and then just kind Those of are expensive. With my teeth. If you buy the Citadel now, ones, yes, get, you can buy like the If you get the Citadel yeah. ones. Oh, this I can buy at Walmart? This. Yes, these you can get at Walmart. You can go down to any hardware store. Yeah. You can get these. In fact, you can go to any beauty product store yeah. and get you a pair very similar to this that you can use to work on resin and plastic models quite just easily. Just steal your wife's or your girlfriend's or your boyfriend's cuticle clippers. Don't do that if you want to remain in this relationship. Um, do it anyway. understand. <laughs> do it anyway. Tell them they lost it. Those have always been yours and just gaslight the shit out of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> now we're stay, doing relationship stay, advice. Stay toxic. Yes. yes. See? <laughs> the points of views expressed in this particular podcast do not reflect those of Crossing the Nerdverse or the Heroes of the Nerdverse brand at large. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just going to use the, I'm going to play the terms of service card one more time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's nothing in there about gaslighting, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've read it. It's true. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I cannot really emphasize that enough. Don't twist your pieces off the sprue. Get a pair of cutters. You're not a savage. Just be a be a barbarian right. and bite them out with your teeth. Like just really. Don't just you tell me how to live my life. There. You're not my real. Honestly, dad. I just bought that starter paint set, and it came with like a paintbrush. It came with all the initial paint for the starter set itself. It Did came it with, the with the nippers. Yeah, oh. it came with there that, and then it came with like I think it's a file to file off. Like if you don't get it all oh, off, lines. gonna guess. Um, and I think that's it. And it actually was cheaper than just buying the nippers at the store. To buy that all of that. So um, I will say nice. that a lot of companies, Citadel, Privateer Press, Weird Miniatures, their starter kits are fantastic. Citadels are You get a great collection of starters. Pricey. Yeah, I mean, but it's Citadel. Everything in Citadel is pricey. Um, and I will say nobody gets into miniatures gaming because they're broke. Like, this is a pricey hobby um, that's famously money deep. We actually had a comment on, uh, on Facebook from Jake Crockett. It said, I'm afraid my OCD would go crazy with all this work needed for miniatures. Crockett, you are not wrong. This is a very patient, slow process that is easily messed up. And if you do have any kind of those tendencies, those details will stand out to you, even in a finished I have a tip for you. Play Chaos Demons. Get nothing but Bloodthirsters, yes. Cornates, and... What are the other little people with the crazy long tongues? And you can just rattle can those guys red because that's what yep. they are is red from top to bottom. You just rattle can some red, put them onto the field. You have a fully painted army. Go coronate demons. That's fact, actually. Um, so, yeah, no, that's that's one of those things is, you know, we're getting into miniatures painting for tonight's episode. I really wanted to cover that where it's like there is a lot of work that needs to happen before you even consider your paint. In order to be ready. So, um, so could you watch One Piece while doing this? Yes, it depends. I, watch, time. I almost, ex- <laughs> I almost exclusively watch anime as long as it's not subtitles. Yeah, um, that's what I was like. If it's dubbed, fine. Yeah, if it's dubbed, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll rock whatever anime currently has my attention while I paint. Uh, and I usually boggle my wife's mind because she was like, "How do you know what's happening in the show? You've painted like." 10 models where you're sitting here on the couch. And I was like, I can hear, I have ear balls yep. and they tell me what is happening on the screen. I don't need to see Luffy power up or talk about how he has the heart to win this fight or he's not giving up or whatever Luffy decides to talk about in the middle of the fight. I know he's going to do that. He's going to be stretchy. He's going to punch people a lot. Zoro is going to put a sword in his mouth and be hard to understand for like four scenes. He'll cut some people. Uh, nobody will die. Um, Cause it's anime. And then, well, some people die, like Ace, There's who, des- some who, who deserved it. I was going to say. Um, it- <laughs> you know, I got to I gotta jump in here. Because while well, watching anime while you paint is very viable, and I'm sure it's relaxing for some people, there is better options out there. I might recommend a friendly podcast featuring a group of nerds talking about your favorite fandom. Who shit all over Eric. <laughs> <laughs> who shit all over Eric. Um, very we're actually specific. coming up on our, uh, <laughs> yeah, our real... one year anniversary so nice uh, we have plenty of content out out for you to use so yeah um, nice. I, I would recommend a, a nice little podcast called Crossing the Nerdverse it's great to paint too. nice read Velma uh, very um, <laughs> um... <laughs> and, and we're starting a new segment anime characters versus each other who's gonna win oh man <laughs> uh, who would and win we're gonna have those posted no separately one. I'm so glad Eric. we're in separate countries <laughs> 
Clark's Clark's considering travel just to fight you. Uh, <laughs> um, but I back to airline so, miles. Back to to. Cl- I'm gonna yank us yeah, back on back track to Clark's here. topic of like what color you prime in is all gonna yes. be based on what final yeah. color your model is because we're getting a little long here. Well, um, and we need to and jump along. It depends on what type of paint you're using, yeah. and that's very very important in this particular section. So once you have your model clean, you've cleaned up your mold lines, you've assembled the parts that need to be assembled, because I do recommend assembling before uh, painting for certain parts of the model, uh, because the glue joins that we discussed earlier. What you prime with is a major component, just like Travis said, to what you want your end product to look like and what type of paint you're using. If you are using a base acrylic paint and you planned on hand painting everything, you have your brush and you're going to do every detail, Black is going to be your best friend. It's going to have a colder, darker end game, but it hides defects really, really well. It is well. very forgiving. Black Priming in very black forgiving. is very forgiving. You also want to make sure when you water down your primer, because it needs to be... Great, now I have to, to water down my primer too? It needs depending on if you're using a spray primer. Yeah, or if you're spray okay. if you're spraying, you don't have to worry about watering it down, obviously, because that ratio has already been done inside the can. If you're using... Um, so I prime for most of my space marines in a color from citadel called abaddon black it's a very thick very dark like i guess deep black is like a flat black i guess um and so i have to water it down before i prime with it that way i get a very even smooth finish on everything that doesn't look like boot polish black it needs to be very flat it needs to be very thin what's up clark can i use spray paint from walmart Absolutely, black. Uh, uh, if you get spray primer, yeah. okay. yes. Now here's the thing. <sighs> okay, this is this is a dangerous territory. Um, if you're using a basic acrylic paint, whether you're using P3 or Games Workshop Citadel paints or Army Painter paints, all of those are base acrylics. Yes, you can use just a spray primer from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you are not getting waterproof primer right you are not getting metal primer you're not getting any of that jazz you want a plastic bond satin spray like you don't want to um yeah you don't want a gloss finish yeah because your acrylic will run off of a lot of these paints right. because they are very very fine and fill in very very fine and your paint has nowhere to stay yeah. i recommend go and get you citadel brand spray primers now this is these are expensive these are insanely expensive when you say but insanely this, expensive Twenty dollars a can. Um, hold on. Oh. The last time I bought, yeah, twenty-two dollars a can for this is my favorite primer, Wraith. Wraith. How long does it last? A lot. You can. You okay. can a lot. Rat, like you, if you're just priming with it, you can rattle a lot. Out yeah, of that. you're gonna get a lot of use out of it. I think I'm still using. So I purity seal all of mine, um, which is basically just a protective coating you put on at the end, which is totally optional. Yeah. It's something I prefer, but we'll get to that later. Um, I've done probably a hundred plus models on the same can and it's not even close to empty. So they go a very long way. Yeah. Uh, Even your just traditional, Um, like if you, even if you're getting primer spray paint, like just regular primer Mm -hmm. spray paint, it's going to go a very long way. You're not going to run out very fast. Um, The reason we prefer the Citadel is because it's designed for the models. It's already got the water like ratios, correct ratios, right? It's, you know, it's designed to go on your models, which is fine. Um, But to get actually i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in on spray primer here for just a second for anybody that's not familiar with using spray paints or similar products 
bear in mind that a little goes a yeah. long, long way. Also, don't get too close and to your so model. You don't, yeah, you want to hold it a good 12 to 18 inches away from your can, yep. and you want to hit it in quick bursts. Just tss, tss, tss. You do not want to depress and hold a stream because it's going to put a lot of paint out really, really fast, and you will occlude yeah, your model. If you lose details. If you're wanting to do multiple models at once, I, sure recommend, I recommend putting a bunch of them in a row probably two to three inches apart you could probably go less you could probably go about two inches apart on each one of them and then just do quick passes at about a foot yep. it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be exact you shouldn't be measuring out like 18 inches and then like holding a line with it um it doesn't have to be that precise about a foot away give them quick little bursts and pass over it um mm -hmm. but back on the primer thing so if you're doing skin tones uh, light colors, trees, woods, plant life in general, I actually recommend priming in a gray. It's still forgiving, um, not to the extent that black primer is going to be. Gray primer is... Errors will show through a little easier, but it's still fairly good at covering up most defects. Um, and it gives you a much lighter tone when you start to paint over the top of it because you're not going to have that black pigment bleed through. Um, when I do any of my like space wolves, uh, vehicles, tracks, debris, things like that. I always do black because it makes the paint look much darker when it goes on the top of it. It gives it a much more flat, like powder-coated appearance, um, which is appealing to me for my aesthetic. I don't think armor should be shiny. In a 40K setting, I think a matte is much more, I guess, militaristic, like military accurate. Everything we had in the military was powder-coated as far as vehicles went. It's tough. It's rugged. Um, so I go for that more powder-coated look, which the black helps with. Um, when I'm doing things like plasma coils, scenery, uh, if I'm ever decorating a base, which I probably will never do again just because they frustrate me to no end, uh, and then I get Agreed. mad. When I get mad, my hands shake, and it looks like somebody with, like, it looks like a little kid was trying to decorate the bottom of my base, and they were like, oh, this model's really good. Oh, do you have your kid help with this? I'm like, I'm going to fight you. Like, <laughs> um so yeah, um, gray's good. If you're doing anything that is going to be paper colored, like parchment, um, white, um, blonde hair specifically, I learned that painting dwarves for a long time, lots of beards. Uh, you'll want to prime in like a white. Ryan uses Wraithbone, which I think is yep. a white-ish. I think it's more of a parchment. Like it's like a almost like, it's like a parchment off white. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like an off-white color. Um, I know a lot of people that prime in like the pure whites like the corax white from citadel and that's just way too light colored for me every single flaw is going to show up on that your painting ratios are going to need to be near perfect uh um so yeah you just definitely want to pick your primer for what your end product's going to be um like i said the lighter you want your model to look and shinier you want it to look obviously the lighter your primer um if you're looking for the oh we almost forgot with black primer. It helps show shadow better. So if you're dry brushing yeah. over the top of detail, especially if you want it to look shaded, prime in black. You already have, you won't have to do any type of like oil or wash. You'll need to do minimal washing. You need to do minimal shading yeah. with that. There's actually a process up, where. You... Oh, no, I was going to yeah, wait. Go oh. I was just going to ask the next comment you said is. That it depends on what type of paint I'm using. Depends on the primer. Right. So, 
Um, this this is only of a more recent thing. Nearly okay. everybody uses acrylics mm-hmm. um, when painting their miniatures until Citadel decided to kind of give us the cheat codes. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about contrast, contrast paints. paints. And what a contrast paint is, is it takes the benefits of an ink or a shade or a wash yep. and applies them to a heavy pigment paint in a gel format. Mm-hmm. It's a very thin, very loose gel that you can use to paint a model and shade it in one quick go. And it one works great. Is there it's, any it's reason wonderful. I wouldn't use it? Yes. It's not good okay. for high detail centerpiece models. Gotcha. This is paint designed to be used rank and file. in batch painting. Rank and file homies. Um, yeah, if you're and so, if you're painting thirty dudes that all just need to look similar, contrast is fantastic. You dry brush the metal aquila on the front of your space marine, and then you actually you'll contrast paint everything, and then dry brush whatever metal is going on for the aquila, and then you move on because it's gonna yeah. cover the flat surfaces that need to be covered. It's gonna provide like a shading wash effect uh, that you're gonna go for anyway with it, which means all your shading is gonna be done already, um, and it provides a army accurate color for your your space marines or tyranids or whatever else you're painting yes clark what does it mean when you say wash so like am i washing them Uh, a wash is like a darkened pigment it's an and it's like it's an yeah it's an ink and it's very thin very watery so what you'll do with a wash is you want a very loose like a semi-long length very loose very loose brush loose bristle brush yeah and it okay. needs to be very very soft you don't want to do this with any hard bristle brushes you dunk it into the wash you wipe off most of it from the edges to where most of it's trapped into the brush and then you just smear all over the top it'll what run is wash it's it's so an ink a pigment. wash is an ink based very thin it provides shading paint oh okay so it's that... not like i'm washing off something no i am no. adding okay thank you yeah it's a shade paint. What it is is it's so thin that when you put it on your model, it will flow into the recesses and create a darker, impigmented shadow yeah. on the model. Basically, it'll make it details a good pop 3D out more. Effect that is not at all what I thought it did based on its name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, actually, Citadel started naming though. There's shades or shaders, shaders. instead of washes for that reason. I'm not gonna lie, it feels kind of um, better. Shade, yeah, shader is definitely a term. I, I'm stuck with the old school terms in my head because I was like, yeah, you just give them a quick wash, and Same. everyone's just like, with soap or like. Well, yeah, so that's there, I was just like, I just painted this bitch, and you so, want me to wash it all. So off. there, I was in so a shower with a little bit of you. Pantene trying to get the, you know. Let's see, like, they used to come in one ounce bottles yep. called How washes. Cute. Fun. And now you get them in two ounce bottles. Yep. Called a shader. Fun tip mm. with your shaders: you can tell if they've expired by the smell. Yep. Oh. That is if a fact. you crack it open not... and you get a very <laughs> strong vinegary smell, it's expired. Throw it out. Don't How use it. How long do they last? Yeah, like three to five years. Oh, okay. Three to five. Yeah, that's a great. I don't plan on being unless, in minis that unless long. you just stick them out. Like if they're just exposed to like sunlight or really extreme sunlight. temperatures, they'll spoil faster. Um, what but if yeah, I most keep of the time, them in the carrying, fridge. Don't don't do that. Okay. Don't don't do that. Room room temperature no. in a Put batteries in there in like a closed box where they don't get like a ton yeah. of like light exposure and they'll last okay almost indefinitely especially if they're unopened because I think most of them are like pretty airtight sealed until you crack them open. Um, obviously, once you crack them open, you're running on a like a clock to when they expire, but it takes a long time for them to expire. 
do What's shaders up? come in different colors, or is yes. it one shader to rule them all? Oh okay. no! Now greens, that's a funny greens, thing. blues, purples, black, um, brown. Yeah. They come in the full spectrum. Okay. Nearly everybody will have a black shader because yeah. that's what you use more than anything else. Um, but you can get them in everything. I'm actually a huge fan of purple shades myself. You can do some cool stuff with purple shades. Um, but I digress. That's that's actually you're not going to have to worry about your shades or your washes until you're way into the the modeling yeah. process. Yeah. And if you're doing a parade ready um, army, you really don't have to shade anyway. Yeah. Parade ready. Uh, parade ready so means parade pristine. Ready just means... There's no battle damage. They're not yeah. dirty. They haven't been fighting. They're fresh off the factory line. They're very clean. Yeah. Um, so you'll find a, a lot of terms that kind of crop up in the miniature painting community uh, for things like table quality. Yeah. That means it's good enough. Yeah. Like it's a little scuffed. You can pick it up. You Whatever. can play with it. Um, all the way up to parade armies, which are this, you still play with them, but they're pretty, right? Like they don't have any dirt, no grime. Um, they're meant to be on parade. Yeah. What are you, you doing people... with your minis that they get dirty and grimy? They're supposed to look no, dirty and grimy uh... because they've been fighting. Oh, right? yeah. I see. You didn't paint them dirty and grimy. I okay. actually take I actually take mine into actual gun battles. Um, I travel globally. <laughs> to... I, I just didn't know if maybe you like throw them in dirt like the little GI Joes that I had when I was a kid. I don't know. Play play at the park like. Yeah. Yeah. So I have actually played games in in like a sandbox dirt outdoors environment um don't do that with models that you want to keep in good quality for very long um <laughs> because it won't like i mean you you're putting sand and dirt all over a model it's gonna it's gonna end up that way oh Again, real quick um what's up jacob wanted to know about what amount of money would it cost for everything to like paint and assemble a set of miniatures i'm gonna say an army so i can tell you what okay, wait, i just wait. recently paid yeah. After you two gentlemen throw in your thing, because I bought me and my kid actually bought these starter boxes. But is that so a like whole the army? Actual, so mine is actually two armies, and the paint to do both. So I will tell you what I paid for that after you two throw out a number. You want to take? Are we talking bare minimums here? Like yeah, well yeah, to, that's what I would imagine. Yeah, like oh, if you're just I was like I was like how much money have we assessed? And I was like I'm about to get paint. beat up by my wife. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this number out no, there. And no, be no, like... no, 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 no! Don't don't talk okay, about how so... you could have put your kid through college, but you wanted a hobby. We don't need to know that. Three hundred. A lot of this is going to be about. There are ways you can pretty, save some pretty money. Pretty close, Clark. And yeah, Clark's pretty much right on the money with that. Um, there are ways you can save a lot of money, and if you're willing to sacrifice certain types of things, you can save a significant amount of money. If you're looking to buy Citadel brand for Citadel miniatures, not including the cost of the miniatures themselves, you're probably looking at bare minimum a little over $100 for clippers, tools, paints. Yeah, and to be clear, that's that's going to include your primers, your bases, your shades, your, yeah. your details probably five to six brushes um of various like fine tips uh which really nippers a drill probably a model it, holder um a things drill? like that yeah so you yeah, have to, a hand drill for pinning yeah, for pinning um or for me i use it so, to to make the barrels have like a hole because it's plastic right so when you nip it off it's just a flat deal so i drill a little hole in there that way the yeah. gun barrel has a barrel 
So you can actually cut I this cost down I don't think I've been doing minis very correctly in a, for a very long time. <laughs> Doctor so House like, of Minis over here. Got to do it. Things like pinning and drilling and that kind of stuff. Those are techniques that you will want to have later on. Yeah. For a very brand new beginner. Don't worry about it, dog. You're talking about Don't you need a clipper. It. You need a brush, a standard Citadel brush. Yeah. Um, you need a file or an X-Acto knife. Probably both. A toothbrush. Yeah. And some glue. Yeah. And so you're talking, you can actually get all the tools you need to paint your army for less than 60 bucks. Yeah. And that's buying good paint. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of cheaper options for paint than Citadel or its, its peers, but the cheaper you... The paint is the lower the quality of the paint is going. So, to be. are you saying he and could so, with a hundred bucks? Could he get an army, a starter army with the no, paint? No, that's, that's just even that's close. Just paint. Yeah, okay, that's not just even close. So yeah, no, Jacob, that is that uh, is just the tools and stuff. For a standard fifteen hundred point army, you're probably looking about another two hundred fifty dollar investment. You can get them off like a what eBay. Point army? Fifteen hundred so points. Thing. Nearly everybody plays in different realms. A thousand points or two thousand points, dealing with. Warhammer 40k specifically here. Yep. Um, a starter Probably box, like a, a starter <laughs> army, is $125 on the Citadel website. Yeah. And that's going to be 500 points. Yeah. And when you start getting into wanting to tailor your army to have, let's say, really strong artillery or really strong infantry presences, the cost increases dramatically. This is a very, very expensive game. Yeah. And when you to... start getting into... And that's just to get to a thousand-point army for bare minimum play. No options. No fiddling yeah, around. Yeah, I'm probably sitting to on To get like... a customized 2,000-point army, that's that could be a thousand dollars easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably sitting on probably three thousand dollars worth of... <sighs> I'm a good Alina. Um Warhammer. And now this so isn't I like actually... this isn't not, like I didn't just walk into the store one day and spend no, three thousand dollars. Accrued over it years. was fifty here, it was a hundred here, it was three hundred there, you know, when I get like a bonus or had extra spending money or whatever. And this is in, and that includes all of the tools, all the paints I have ever bought, every single rattle can yeah. of whatever color I've ever bought. Um, this isn't just models um, but if I assembled everything and had it repainted and ready to go, I could probably field close to 10,000 points. Um, and that would be if I bought bare minimum because I have a ton of models, man. Um, like I said, I have that display what case full and then one getting full. Hit us, Clark. Now, um, I know we're getting close to time, but Clark, what do you got? Uh, I just question. You mentioned Citadel paint. Is there a solid knockoff Citadel paint? Like... Army yeah. Painter. So actually, okay. Army Painter, there are two that I recommend that are cheaper variants. Yeah. So Army Painter paints are fine. These are probably your cheapest option for good quality paint. And they have all I the shaders all. and washers. And they have yeah. Now you're obviously and they sell you're them not going to be quite big... the exact same shade as a Citadel, but you can get close enough to where people yeah. aren't going to tell. Do people actually so, know? Can they be like, "Ew, that's not a Citadel absolutely. color." Yeah. God. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so army painter is a great option and especially as we get into the holiday season army painter sells big collections where you can get 
dozens of colors and shaders and bases and, and everything. <laughs> Armor Painter's great. Clark's already fed up with 40k toxic gamers and she hasn't <laughs> played a game. <laughs> Hadn't even played a game. <laughs> now, you're gonna run into you want... your first like table juice. Like, what did you paint these with? And Clark's just gonna be like, let's fight. <laughs> Throws I'm gonna dice. Throw hands. <laughs> It is. Clark, you're coming so, with me, and it Clark is not going to go gonna well be, for the other she's gamer. She's going to be out there throwing ham bones at people because of this game. <laughs> We're going to get if into a fight for, media, e for everyone. <laughs> I recommend P3. P3 is Privateer Press's brand of paint. It's excellent quality. It's fantastic. The range isn't ex as extensive as you'll find in Citadel or um, Army Painter. Yeah. But it's good quality paint and very affordable. Yeah, I definitely recommend now, in my Army opinion, Painter just from its cost value and the amount of shades you can get. Like, they yeah. have so many different colors. So, they're good. I use no Citadel because I paint, I paint exclusively uh, Warhammer minis. And so, I want all of my stuff to be canon accurate citadel so yeah brand. i just use citadel brand um it's a little it's more expensive um, it's not like cost prohibitively more expensive but it is pricier it is just to put it into perspective because i know there's going to be several of you guys that are curious um contrast is the most expensive that you can get nine dollars pot is the contrast paints it's nine dollars an ounce how long does it um, last a lot how many long minis time. am i getting out of that so this particular one is Skeleton Horde. I use this to paint the pants and fatigues for my Imperial Guard army. I am 100 troops in, and I haven't even reached half a pot yet. Okay. So you probably, will get a lot yeah. of ground out of your... Out Roughly of your 400, give or take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so a little bit goes um, a long way. So like I said, if you're really on a budget, go Army Painter. The shadings are great. It's it got a good base. It's easy to mix the water in with it. You don't have to worry about ratios too much. Mm -hmm. Um, another do I have to mix hands. in water with Citadel paint? Yes. Where say, do I mix yes. it? I don't mix it in the pot, correct? A, a palette. You get a, I want to jump in. Get a I want to jump it's in a right now. Plastic deal that's got divots in it. You put the paint in the divot. I oh, use okay. an so eyedropper I, to where just I put, put my thumb. I put my thumb in it, and then I like I Bob Ross. Like a painter. Yeah. 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 Okay. So here's the thing. This is this is a hack I only started using. Uh, about last year so i've been doing it for about a year i have a palette that's a very traditional just paint palette for mixing and stuff these are fantastic however especially for all of you that are parents get you a freaking poppet it's one of those oh, yeah. fidget yeah, toy yeah. poppet those things. actually work really yes. good these are amazing for mixing small amounts of paint and when you're done and it's dry you pop it and the paint comes out and it's just clean yeah those are super handy i've been considering getting get one. you a poppet um, um, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a huge, huge boon. Also, just as a tip for those of you, cause like I said, we're getting a little long when you go to start doing the colors for your army. Um, if you're using Citadel or army painter, you do have to put a little bit of water in it. A dab will do you. I yeah. recommend getting an eyedropper. Oh God. Couple of little, so like I have to jump in paint, one to two drops of water, mix it up and then you test it. And how you test it is you take a little bit on the end of your brush you do a line, and if it's solid, but you can see through it, um, it's good to go. It's going to be a little on the wet side, but you're good to go. You'll have to do multiple coats, but as long as it stays solid. Now, if you do a streak and you can't see through it, it's still too thick. If you do a streak and it starts to like 
bead together and you get like gaps and like weird swooshes and stuff in it, it means it's too watery and you need to add more paint. Um, so when it comes to contrast paints and similar stuff, I have to interject because this is super important. Don't water down contrast. You cannot mix water yeah. in contrast. Oh. You have to get what's called a contrast medium. Yes. Because it's a synthetic gel. Yep. You have to use... Now, you do not have to water down contrast as much. A contrast medium will change your shade that you get. Um, so it doesn't change the color of the pigment at all. It depends on how much shadow you want yeah, showing. The lighter shadow, the more um, medium you add. The darker the shadow, the less medium. Do not water down contrast yeah, paint. Do not put water in contrast paint. Also, don't add water do directly to your Do I put water in my shaders? Paint. Holy God, I'm just going to fuck not need this to water all up. This is yeah. all I've learned in this episode. Don't it, worry, Eric. I've already done it, it, it and that's why my army's with Travis. Just I'm send t- it to him I'm with 150 I, bucks. I watched zero, zero YouTube painting. I went to zero painting class and I figured it out on my own. Right? Just what we're learning, learning is stuff. hey, if anybody's yeah. listening and wants to paint miniatures, we will pay. It's, Eric and I, the top bubbles, will pay. It's, <laughs> it, yeah, everybody starts somewhere and everybody starts at the bottom. I've made all of these errors. A lot of these I've learned for myself. As I got more experience, obviously, Same. I wanted to do more and more advanced stuff. And so I watched more and more videos. I actually stumped, I knew dry brushing as a technique from construction work when I was finishing the inside of houses. That's how I learned to dry brush. Dry brushing is where you have a very Same. small <laughs> amount of paint on a brush. Um, and then when you wipe it across a model, all it does is it sticks on the high parts and doesn't go onto the low parts. That's what dry brushing is. Um, and so I discovered that technique. And that's not even before. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, just get out, buy models, and then paint. Like, watch some YouTube videos. There are literally thousands on YouTube. What's up, Clark? What if I make an oopsie and I have to remove the paint? How do I do that? Purple stuff. Okay. Purple stuff. Now, purple stuff's a little bit... People go back and forth. This is another one kind of like your super glue. A lot of people have their personal, how do I strip my paint from my models safely kind Don't of access to Don't use paint go. thinner. Do not use it'll, paint thinner or any similar product. It'll melt your plastic models. Like oh, it'll fuck up your plastic it, it models. It melts It'll models. really fuck up a resin model. Do not use gasoline. No. That went around what? a few years ago. Yeah, don't use gas. Don't use gasoline. Don't use kerosene or diesel. Don't use paint thinner. Do not use alcohol or isopropyl. Yeah. Um, use purple stuff. Yep. You can use um, cheap, like the cheaper the better, laundry liquid laundry detergent. Yep does a great job uh any engine degreaser um, so liquid orange yep. goo gone uh, gojo yeah all these are great yeah and great all the cheap so you purple stuff is a degreaser that i pick up at walmart in the automotive section it comes in a gallon jug and i and i just dip I my mini in no no you oh. pour it into a dish and you soak yeah. your mini you want to use about at least a full night a teaspoon and then so I, I also it... have to water this down. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah, Everything's got to be watered down. I use one of these Jesus. fun little Ziploc Tupperwares, like these little flat, wide ones. I put two teaspoons of purple stuff, purple power, sorry, purple power, into this. I fill the rest up with water. I drop the model in. I put the lid on. I give it a good hearty shake. I let it sit for a few hours. I take it out. I brush it with a toothbrush. I... If it still has paint on it, I leave it in for a little longer, give it another little scrub, and then I finish everything off, as always, with a toothbrush and warm soapy water just to get all the purple and stuff off. And that will take now, all types of paint off? Oh, yeah. Anything but oil Acrylic. Based. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
acrylic paint. But you can't use oil-based paint on these paints, models anyway. Because it yeah. won't stick. I was going to say, I don't Contrast paint stripping is a whole different process. Okay. I do not have a great... I'm assuming purple stuff will go. I, I want to clarify something here. What I just showed was Purple Power. Purple Power, Power is like the super knockoff brand of purple stuff. Don't buy that. Uh, like, I bought it. It works okay, but I spent almost as much on that as I would have spent on purple stuff. They just didn't have it at the store. Get actual purple stuff brand. Let me, let me go get my jug. stuff. And we'll yeah, do yeah, a do the thing, do the thing. I'll be right back. Um, now, some cheap-ass lawn, liquid laundry detergent works great when stripping acrylic paint from models. Um, particularly if you had cheap paints. Like, if you painted up your line with folk art, you're starting to realize folk art didn't do what you were hoping it would do. It clumps, it's got impurities in it. Just go buy some super cheap, knockoff brand liquid laundry detergent. Don't water it down, don't do anything. Just dump it into a bowl, put your miniatures in it, let it sit for a day, pull them out, use a toothbrush, clean them up, you're good to go. Okay, but like with the um, contrast paint, you'd stripping it is more of a pain in the ass so be careful when using it yeah so okay. contrast paint now the purple stuff will still strip i'm out of contrast paint. so i'm out of purple stuff i got the hyper super equivalent clean. so super it's, clean i love how it's still all the color purple purple right purple yeah. jug super clean it is a decreaser when in doubt buy purple um, like yes I, yeah honestly when in doubt purple um, so it, it, the liquid inside is also purple in color. This stuff is actually a lot more concentrated than purple stuff. I have melted models with this because <laughs> I left it too thick too long. Um, so just a, just a little bit goes a long way. Um, and I've actually used this for a whole bunch of variety of things. I use it to clean my garbage disposal too. Um, so multi multi-purpose for your model cleaning. So if you have to remove paint, which I will have to do to a couple of Clarks, yeah. um, just a little bit goes They're a long way. They're beautiful. I think you should leave one just as a reminder to the rest of them what could happen if they don't behave. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if, if, um, you, if you before we up, end the episode, ruined. I do, I do want to cover brushes. Yeah. Now, the uh, the brushes are just like the paint. The more you spend on your brushes, the better the brush yeah. is going to be. Everybody has preferences one way or the other. I'm going to start off by saying I like the True Hair brush Same. over synthetic. Um, synthetic are a lot more uh, vigorous. Like they, they have a lot more fortitude. You can beat them up. You can abuse them a lot more they, um, than you can a real hair yeah, brush. Yeah, they hold shape better. They don't dry out like a, yeah. like a real hair brush. You're not going to get quite as fine, which means you're going to run into like what's called brush stroke lines that you'll be able to see on your model. Yep, if stroke you're not, lines very careful with how you paint um, i always tell people very like again beginner mistake and i've made it myself is people push too hard you don't need to like eh, eh, you're not stabbing them with the paintbrush nope. right like just very gently you want to dance paint. on yeah. it very gently um you can't see any of clark's paint lines because she put so many coats of paint um yeah, that's true. If you go thick yeah, enough, you will hide stroke lines. If you go thick lines. enough, like, you get a yeah. rid of a lot of these yeah. problems, my you friend. Get, you get no other detail on this model other than what color it is. So she's got a big pink blob. It Honestly, <laughs> it looks like a pink nurgling, if I'm being hey, perfectly it's honest. it's canon. It's a canon pink, and I told it's Eric to post one of them. shape. It looks like it has elephantitis <laughs> on one side. It is a canon. It's shaped like a canon. Uh, more like a cannonball. Well, it's, shaped like uh, a cannon. it's shaped like grape shot is what it looks like. Um, same color. So given that, 
Citadel has a great line of brushes. Yeah. Their brushes are fantastic. I've painted with half a dozen different brands of brush in the last two years. Citadel is fantastic, but there are some that are almost as good for a lot. Yeah, cheap. Michaels, again, I can't rec- recommend Hobby Lobby and Michaels enough in that regard. Yeah. They have a ton of very good brushes that you can go buy. I actually use, Master's Touch yeah, I actually use those Hobby exact Lobby. ones from Hobby Lobby for a very long time. Don't fall for the trap that I did. I do a lot of very fine detail work. I do it freehanded. I bought what's called the Artificer brush from Citadel. And that has been a gigantic waste of my money. Yeah. So if you're going to get the Citadel brush lines, I think they're, what are they at now, Travis? $12 a brush? Nah, nine. Nine to ten. $9 a brush? Get you a standard. A detail. Get you a fine detail. Get you a wash brush. And get you a dry brush. And get you a dry brush. That's really all you need. If you're doing big vehicles, you can get the tank brushes and stuff. But once you're getting that big, you're you're paying for the brand name. Yeah, spray um, paint. <laughs> I actually recommend Mr. Pen. Makes a great set of ergonomic brushes that are fantastic to use. Come in a variety of sizes. You can get synthetic or not say, synthetic. Are those, are those synthetic or are those just the caps that I'm seeing on the very end? So they, they have the Oh, they've caps got the caps. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Penn has a great series of brushes, but they're just not as good as the baseline Citadel. Um, Citadels are pretty high quality. Don't, they last a very long don't time. Don't get too. the crazy good artificer brushes from Citadel. They're a waste of money. It's like getting gold-plated HDMI cables. You don't need to do it. What? Um, but I did. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> of course you did, you paint sniffer. I did. I did too. Travis just said he didn't do. Yeah, uh, Take that, you too. paint sniffer. See, there's more than one of us now. I mint liquor. Actually, I'm a paint eater because when I paint my models, if my brush hairs start to get a little like expandy, I yeah, I just stick it in my mouth and like give it a so, little lick. Tastes like lead. Yeah, I was like, I'm just a paint eater. Because you know, you were talking about checking your thin your thin lines or whatever. I want to check my lines on a contour, right? So I can't just use like a paper towel. And so what I'll use is the actual like bulb of my hand behind my thumb. And so my wife can always tell if I've been painting because I'll have tiger striping of a bunch of different <laughs> colors going all the way up my arm where I test my, my paintbrushes. Um, so funnily enough, I use a lot of blues um, for Space Wolves. Um, and so I always end up with just a little bit right here on my bottom lip. You can't see on the upper lip because of my mustache, but like I'll paint yeah. and then I take the brush and just kind of <laughs> like very lightly use my lips to push the bristles back together and put a little moisture back in it so I can dip it in the paint and go again so I'll end up with little stripes on my bottom lip. Aren't you guys adorable? Looking like you got with a smurf. No, it's not that bad. And so I brought up (laughs) you know, I brought up the using the poppet as a as a tray. If you are looking to mix a single detail for a single part of a single model, you need a drop of paint, right? Don't even bother with, with your palettes and stuff. Mix it on your thumbnail. Yeah. That's what I do. I'll put a little mark mark paint on my thumb with some thin and whatever I'm wanting to mix it with. I'll mix it up on my thumbnail and apply it to my paint. And so my thumbnail actually ends up with these orbits of little mixes uh, all along. Um, When you're mixing your paint, by the way, don't stir it with your paintbrush. That's a terrible idea. Use a toothpick. Yeah. I feel like you're just shitting on all of my work. Because those are all rookie mistakes. And actually, the reason I know those things can, is because I have done them, Clark. It, I have done every single I thing of the, like, don't do this. Why do I know not to do this? Because so, I've done it. 
took one you art can mix class it with your paintbrush. School? I'm going to interject. You can mix it with your paintbrush. Just flip it around and use the non-bristled side. Oh, fine. That's fair. <laughs> like I said, I just use a tooth, um, but no, don't mix your paint with your bristles. It's it's bad. Yeah. Um, keep keep some toothpicks on hand. You know, you can put a little box in your paint station. It's fine. Um, actually, for the longest time, used a paper clip that I had unfolded a little bit and used that. Oh, there you go. Uh, because I could at the so end, so I of actually it, I could just scrape the paint. I off. have this that I've been using for a long time. It's this little multi tool. It's got all kinds of like little pieces on it. But it's it's kind of old. It's a junker, and it's got this really dull knife blade that unfolds, and it's kind of bent and chipped. Great paint mixer, especially when my pot won't turn loose. I can get in there and, yeah, really <laughs> and do it, and it's easy to clean off. Um, always, you know what? On that note, before you start painting, give your pots a shake. Yeah, mix it up. Shake. It's still pigment. You got to make sure they're thoroughly. <laughs> mix it's, up your pot. So it's um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, most of your model paints are water based. Shaking them redistributes the pigment inside the suspension solution which is water um so like i said give them a good hearty shake before you start painting that way all the pigments mixed around because if you're using something that's say like uh a glittery finish like any of your metals if you don't give it a shake you're either going to get very yeah. sparkly clear stuff or very gray flat stuff and you're not going to get that yep. metal finish you, that you're looking for you're not going to get the metallic finish yeah. do you have to keep like a little metal ball in them like nail polish no so you don't have to but it okay. definitely helps i don't um if you can find okay. a good cheap weight i use fishing weights um just get you a little pinch weight throw it in your pot it's a great agitator it's fantastic. If you got money to burn, you can actually get machines that you can put them in that that vibrate and shake your paint pot for you. Saves a lot of it's effort. Like the paint shaker at um, hardware stores for those. Yeah, I was like, know. that yeah. feels a little bad and bougie, but it's, okay. I know it's a little bougie. I don't know a single person that has bought one of those. I'll just buy yeah, a I, centrifuge to oh, keep my. You don't want to do I that because then that separates. Separate. Yeah. I need to make a disclaimer here as we're coming to the end of the episode, guys. Every piece of advice that you just heard from it's me and garbage. Travis. Personal experience. Is, no, it, no okay. I, it's personal experience. This does not include airbrushes, airbrush paint, or airbrush maintenance. I can provide zero advice on airbrushing because I have no idea how I do not use works. an airbrush. <laughs> um, I, I know a lot of people that swear up and down by them. They look fantastic oh, to airbrush me. models look um, really good. If they're done right. They look they so good. can look like very beginner but model paints these, if they don't know what they're doing. These advice, this advice that we are giving you is for acrylic brush painting. And don't be afraid to try um, new things. Um, I actually yeah. tried a technique that's called reverse dry brushing, where you start at the top of a surface and then work your way down to the base. Eh, I don't recommend yeah. it. It was very complex, and I was like, why would you do this instead of traditional dry brushing, which is way faster. Like It's way more efficient, Dude, and non- I didn't get any additional detail out of it. So, non-metallic metals. Yeah, like that, God, I it, it it looks so good when you know what you're doing, but I'm not gonna bother. I'll just use metallic paint. Yeah, not so non. Um, so for those of you that don't know, non-metallic metals is a highlighting and dry brushing technique that provides a sparkle look to a metal finish mm-hmm. using like grays, whites, and black. So it looks like metal, but it ain't. I have not mastered it. I did manage to make yeah. a very polka dotted oil drum. <laughs> I tried it on um, like four also... different sections of it and it looked it looked like I tried to do multicam like 
urban multicam. Yeah. It was well, terrible. I have the same problem with stripling. I don't like to stripple. And do you stripple on the weekends? Just for dollars. <laughs> I, I don't stripple at all. No, so stripling is a spiral painting technique yeah. that needs a special brush yeah. to provide a. I'm going to call it a texture. It's a textured model. look. Um, it's it's not a technique I have ever been able to master. So for those of you that want to provide a textured look to any of your models, i.e. dirt look, um, paint your base Throw coat. Throw them out in the yard. Paint, paint your base coat. Take a very fine powdery sand or very fine dirt from your yard. Throw it on there. Or you can buy modeling dirt. Um, I just... I can, I I can throw, buy yeah. dirt. I throw dirt dirt so on mine. So this is... This is uh so the here's the thing decorating. If you are going to use dirt from your garden, yeah. do I have to wash I it first? I learned this. Yes. You no, <laughs> no, you have to bake it. Yep. You have to wash it and you have to. Bake you don't have it. to wash it. You have to bake because it. You, you got to get all the moisture out. Yeah. Well, and you got to get all the buggies yeah. out of it because there are tiny, tiny little insects that will become very peeved at you when you begin to seal the dirt they're trapped in. <laughs> Um, I leave them on there. So, I just call yes. it tyranid decorations. Like this guy's infected. Tyranid, right? He's, uh, he's so yes. Be a you have to stealer. bake. You have to bake your your sand or your dirt if you're gonna pull it from your. So garden. like you can also just pull. You you literally like I come in with a clump full of dirt in my hand and I throw it in my. Like, oven. Oven. You get a cook get a cookie sheet. Well, yeah. okay, Spread yeah. it over your cookie sheet, and bake it for twenty minutes at three fifty. Just want to get all the moisture out. We're gonna have a whole baking show yeah. next. Hell yeah, I'm <laughs> making ba- bread right now. Don't, don't bake your plastic models. There's another tip for you. Don't put your plastic. What if you models paint in it? Would you bake it for like half a second just to like no. get it to really? No, just no, let it's it dry. not a kiln. By the way, <laughs> uh, another little tip: if you over if you overwater like your primer, for those of you that put hand prime and don't spray paint, no, let them dry for 24 hours. Give them a day. Uh, all the moisture will eventually yeah, evaporate you give them out extra time and it you'll coat better also don't rush to yeah. pick up your models after you've painted them that's how you live little fingy prints on there and here's an example yeah oh yeah i can definitely see that you, yeah you can see the fingy prints <laughs> um, i was expecting to be sarcastic but then you can actually see the fact oh, that you just took off half yeah, the paint you totally could tell if you especially so, if you touch the model itself ones... you're just like well yeah. Power. <laughs> I wasn't caring about those ones because it's just the base. I didn't touch the actual model. But you can see right where my fingers had to grab it to move it off of my prime tray and set it, you know, to, to cure. For those of you that don't want to spend um, money on a prime tray, I recommend a cardboard box from your trash. That's what yeah. I do. Or, yeah. well, it's like I'm do. inhaling fumes. And I go outside <laughs> when I use my spray paint, which I recommend. Um, and I just put newspaper down and then just spray paint right on the ground. Yep. I put bed sheets See, up and then spray here's, here's paint. Here's the greatest piece with of, my children Greatest in them. piece of advice ever. If you are going to be batch priming, let's say you're doing a whole bunch of infantry, right? You get a starter set and you need to paint ten Space Marines. Go down to any shop, Walmart, hardware store, get you a paint mixing stick, and get you some tiny rubber bands, like braces, rubber bands. Yeah. You get your paint mixing stick. You put the mini on it. You put the rubber bands around the base. Holds the mini down. You hold the paint stick, and you can do the whole line of them. You don't have to lay anything down. It's all right midair. Go outside into a well-ventilated area that you don't mind getting and then paint kind of in. To get the other side, you just flip the paint stick around and get the other side. 
there you go. Um, it's it's a great way to do priming. It's how I do it. For those of you that are going to go one model at a time because you don't have one of those sticks, you don't want to pay the money, whatever, you don't want to get a cardboard box, you can hold your model and do the same thing. Wear a glove. Don't just spray paint your hands. Just spray no, paint your hands. terrible for your skin. Spray paint your ah. hand and then touch um, a bunch of stuff inside your house. Wear a glove. Really, don't you tell me how to live my life. Um, yeah, really get your, really get your <laughs> call spouse friendly involved advice. with your hobbies by leaving paint hand have prints your, on ha- it. Have your, have your spouse hold the paint, have, hold the mini while you spray paint. That However, way you don't get it on your hand. Yeah. Right. If you if you do prime in white and you get a bunch on your hand, go up to your dog and induct them into the Urukai. <laughs> you can have a little Urukai. Next dog. time on Crossing the Nerdverse, we do relationships. Yeah, so, next, hi, yeah, next time on Crossing the Nerdverse yeah, is how to get divorced and or broken up with uh. quickly. Oh, I got great advice for some of this. Are we doing this? Uh, (laughs) Okay, going to jump in right there because Eric is far too serious about this, guys. Thank you very much for joining us on this little adventure. I'm going to take this moment. There's one extremely important thing. So Goku, Naruto. Oh, God. (laughs) Hold on one second. I'm not done yet. This gets better. Goku, Naruto, the main character from from Bleach. And the main guy from One Piece. Walk into Who a would have the patience? Goku. Who would have the patience to paint oh. the minis the best? Oh, Ichigo. You think so? Ichigo, one hundred percent. Ten thousand percent Ichigo. You have listed yeah. three other ca- characters with massive ADHD. All chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can can we do? Yeah, you uh, I think Naruto can do it when he's older. No, no. When he's older, maybe. When he's no, you older, you better believe maybe, it. But he's got yeah, exactly. He, see, oh no, he's spread no. too thin as it is. He can't pick up a, a hobby because he has like ten thousand shadow clones, literally doing all the work for the entire region because see, he won't no. delegate tasks. <laughs> think of how fast though he could paint his army with all his shadow clones. It's a good point. None of them would be Actually, done well. Yeah, you know who I think would be excellent. At painting minis, Master is the Roshi. main dude from Full Metal Alchemist. Eric, isn't that his name? Yeah. All great people Edward, are named I that. Guess. Just throwing that out there. Edward. Why did I say Eric? Edward. Yeah, I was like, Ed, wait a minute, Edward doesn't the... feel right. Ed might. Yeah, I think Ed'd be okay. Is it? I think he'd do a good job. But Kakashi people, could do it pretty um, fast. Of the people I feel you like listed, Kakashi and they would, would be perfect. Yeah. Uh... Fastest hand size. But anyway, guys, I am going to jump in and tell you thank you so much for joining us for this particular run. It's been a great time. Um, I want to encourage you all again. I do this at the end of every episode. Do all the algorithm stuff. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a comment and some interaction. And most importantly, if you liked what we did, tell your friends to check it out because we want to reach more people. Show us your minis. Yeah. Yeah, post, I want to yeah, see them. Post pictures of your minis uh, on our Facebook or Instagram. We're going to bully Send Eric into us, posting like, pictures it. of our minis. Yeah, put them into the Discord. I am going to have Eric post some pictures of uh, Clark's next to one of mine. I'm going to get some of my, like, sh- I call them my show pony pieces. It's the ones that turned out really, really oh, good. No! You're <laughs> we'll putting my dumpster fires next. No. Yeah. My boys. Um, <laughs> and guys, here's, here's something I want to throw in. <laughs> I don't want to just see your 40k stuff. I would love to Whatever. see it, but yeah. if you play other miniatures games, put them out there. Anything you've painted. You know, there's a lot of players that play War Machine and Hordes, or even Malifaux. Got your D&D fantastic characters? Minis. Yeah, got your D&D, D&D minis. minis. I want to see them. 
throw them up there. I want to check them out. And with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We've ran a little longer than normal at the hour and a half mark, but we've been crossing the nerdverse. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. See you guys. Woo-woo. You have to...